0: All right, friends. Welcome to the Faster Than Milk podcast. By which I mean FTL Faster Than Light, but I'm making a joke. I was inspired to play FTL Faster Than Light um, because the other day, Daniel K. and um, Brian? Yes, Brian and Dan. Um, I don't remember last Brian's last initial. My, my apologies to you, Brian. Um, they put up two videos of them playing- oh my gosh, there's a million notifications appearing in the corner of this little display. Um, they, they played two episodes of FTL Faster Than Light for their Milkin' It Let's Plays uh, YouTube channel, which I will link in the description of this. And so I was- I just- I, I played FTL a little after it first came out. I wasn't the most charmed with it. I think my problem with most roguelikes is that they're too hard. I don't want a roguelike game that I play for a long time before winning. I want a roguelike game that I can win. I'm a baby gamer who doesn't understand how video games work. I'm a dummy. I want to play Castle of the Winds and Diablo. I don't want to play Rogue and NetHack. So... I got really close to defeating the final boss once and then like sort of you know because of random rolls or whatever i just didn't beat the final boss and i said to myself eh that's pretty much good enough so i haven't played in a long time and since then a number of patches have come out i see that this is version like 1.6.14 uh on, currently on steam and um that's a much higher number than when I first played. And when I watched on the interface, they had like a bunch more info that they were getting presented uh, as sort of the details behind the game. So you wouldn't have to look every single thing up in the wiki. I liked that. I think it was uh, moving in the right direction. Let's just double check the options. Uh, full screen, vertical sync, frame limit, demo backgrounds, core blinds. Um, Event choice selection. No delay. Show begin pass on hover enabled. Yeah, I mean, everything looks correct here. So we'll do a new game. <clears throat> uh, this is the ship list. Here you can get a summary. So first it showed us a, um, a ship hangar. And then we're looking at the ship. I clicked list and we can look at our ship list. This is the ship list. Here you can get a summary of all your achievements And see your progress in unlocking all the playable ships. Continue. To unlock a new ship, you have two options. Find and complete a unique quest within the game world. These will often start in the home world sectors. Alternatively, beat the game with the previous ship in the list to unlock the next. Hover over any ship to get details. Okay. So the ships have A-type, B-type, and C-type. Well, some of them don't have a C-type. Um, no C-types are available. I have a B-type. So I can get the Kestrel B, which has four basic lasers. Um, I can also get the Engi B, which has a heavy laser and a heavy ion and three different uh, drones. Hmm... For A-types, I have access to the Kestrel, the Engi, the Rock Cruiser, and the Slug. So the Kestrel A has a missile launcher and a double fire, a burst laser Mark II, which is is like shoots two shots. Oh, okay, so in addition to selecting the general frame at the top, I can also change just the layout with some little buttons here. I can hit Hide Rooms if I wanted to see the overlay of the ship. Not that I find that personally super useful. Um, I'll notice that the... the B-type layout... has... Uh... You start with a Zoltan and a Mantis, as well as two humans, and the A-type layout... is three humans. Advanced Edition Content? New systems, weapons, alien races, and more. Recommended for experienced players. Alright, I'm not going to turn on the advanced edition content. Um... As far as difficulty... Uh... I can select easy, normal, or hard. I'm going to select easy, because this is for a podcast. So we want... We want the game to go for a good amount of time. Not... Not for no time at all. Um... Part of me wants to play as a Kestrel A and then, so like one thing I noticed Brian, I'm speaking just to you now Brian, not to anyone else, you went a little heavy on some of the missile attacks on some of the encounters. You were shooting missiles when you didn't have to and missiles are ammo limited so I personally would suggest that maybe you try to conserve your missiles more on future playthroughs. Once the enemy shields are down, just auto-fire the laser. And um, if they shoot back at you in the meantime, take off a shield layer, your shields are generating, and so forth. You know, you you can do that dance. Drag out the encounter if it means you're not giving up your ammunition. Um, On the other hand, you know, if I do no matter what I do, if I play as a Kestrel A, my playthrough can't help but be compared to their playthrough, and so just to give some folks uh, a little bit of variety, I'm going to pick the layout B, which is the the out, the out same outline as the Kestrel uh, in terms of the exterior, but the interior room configuration is different, um, and we have four basic lasers instead of the um, Instead of any sort of... Let's just double check. Yeah, the Rock Cruiser has like two missile launchers. The Engi is really drone heavy. Hmm. It has an ion blaster and a combat drone. Oh, the Engi B is what people have suggested as a good... Um uh, best FTL ship. FTL tier list by Sulla. God tier is the Carnelian. Demigod is the Shrike. Ooh, good Hyperion callback there if that's what they're doing. Tier 1, the Adjudicator, The Basilisk, Um The Red Tail. Hmm. Well, the red tail is supposed to be high tier. So, I guess I was already leaning towards the red tail. Um, we'll play with the red tail with with the understanding that I'm playing a ship that has better overall winning potential than what the milk it folks played with. You know, I'm not I'm not magically good at the game. I'm playing with a better ship to start with. So, if I do better, and of course, there's so much randomization in this game, I could totally like lose right away. Okay, so I hit start, we've launched. Oh wait, no, I didn't name my ship. I'm going to go back to the main menu. I'm gonna do a new game. Uh, the Red Tail, we don't want to name it the Red Tail. We're gonna name it the Tobias. Um, true fans uh, immediately know what I'm making a reference to. And they're going to be a little bit sad when I say that. Uh, Or, I mean, they're going to be happy or sad, but you're going to have some feels either way. Alright, now we're going to launch the Tobias. The data you carry is vital to the remaining Federation fleet. You'll need supplies for the journey, so make sure to explore each sector before moving on to the next, but get to the exit before the pursuing Rebel fleet can catch up. Tip: Evasion. Evading enemy shots is crucial, but it requires functioning engines and a pilot. Having someone man the engines will increase your evasion as well. Okay. So we have um, a bunch of little basic lasers. We can turn on auto fire or not. If we have auto fire on the lasers will automatically fire as soon as they're ready and if we don't have auto fire they'll charge up but then hold their shot. So actually I think we want to leave off auto fire for now. Um, our ship has a number of, so it's got a shields, engines, med bay, oxygen, and weapon control categories. There's also piloting, sensors, and door systems. Um, the for all the former stuff, shields, engines, med bay, oxygen, and weapon control can be damaged and then repaired by the crew. The piloting, sensors, and door systems, I don't think can be damaged. I don't remember why these things are, like, separate. Um, but... Anyway, we also have a reactor. All these things can be upgraded using Sunshine. Which is a resource that we'll be getting a lot of, hopefully. Because we're in easy mode, so we get bonus Sunshine. Uh, in the second tab, we have a bunch of crew people. We can name them. Uh we got a mantis who will name Doc Hami. Doc Hami. Oh, we only get one name. So we'll name it we'll name him Doc. Uh Markle is a human. Uh we'll name Markle Marco. And Jack will become Jake. Uh and Asted Uh we'll become Tumen. Uh so everyone's here. Uh the mantis the humans are like the basic default character type. Uh the mantis deals increased melee damage. Um and can move around the ship faster, but has a reduced ability to repair the ship. And uh the uh, Zoltan is, I think, what they're called. Let's see if I can check here. Yeah, Zoltan is... men is a Zoltan. He uh, he naturally is like an energy creature, and he provides one energy to whatever system he's standing in the room of. So maybe we want... He's also got only 70 health instead of 100 health. We're going to have Tumin be the be the engine guy and then we're gonna have uh jake be the weapons guy because if if the engines like if two has to go away and the engines lose a point of power that's not a big deal as soon as you divert a power back into the engines it'll be just as if nothing happened if Tumin walks away from the weapons and the weapons lose a point of power then, when you divert the power back into the weapons, they still have to charge back up to full before they can fire. Um, so my strategy is i don't I don't want to have that charge time, so we'll have the default. We can also save the positions uh, of like what their stations are. Um, so that's cool. Um, all right, that's enough faffing about. Time to go, so the way this works is that each uh, jump point within a, a so uh, a dungeon level, you might call it, is a sector. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on my my Twitch dashboard in case anyone's hopped into chat. I wouldn't want to miss out on any chatters. Um, a dungeon level is called a sector. And then you have sort of jump points within a sector, which are kind of like rooms within a dungeon level, if you follow my, my analogy so far. And then we have to get to the exit beacon to get to the next sector. However, you can only jump so far per jump, so we're gonna have to follow some sort of route around. Uh, when you first enter a sector, you don't have any information about it. Sometimes you can get information about a sector Um, mostly what you know is, like, you can, if you hover your mouse over a location, then you can see where you can jump to from that location. So, we're just going to make a jump. Uh, it has a nice jump. It looks kind of like the, um, the Battlestar Galactica jump animation. I, I would totally believe if they told me that they were inspired by Battlestar Galactica. Um... Let's see. Your sensors have picked up a refugee ship drifting through the system. No doubt one of many fleeing the Rebel advance. It doesn't appear to have detected you, or else it is trying to avoid notice. I can hail them or ignore the refugees. Hmm. This is a decision. I feel like, because of course this is uh, a Star Trek and other sci-fi inspired thing, if I hail them, I could, like, potentially rescue a refugee, or... They could be pirates in disguise, attempting to lure someone in. Um, But it's the very first adventure, the very first encounter. So we're going to hail them. The vessel is relieved to hear from you. They are running low on supplies. They suggest a trade. Uh, They want one drone parts. And in exchange, I get six atoms. Uh, So I'm going to decline because I don't have any drone parts. Technically, the atoms are called fuel, but whatever. Okay, so this was a bit of a bust. Um, we got nothing from this jump, which actually, because this game is so is so much full of time pressure, getting nothing from an encounter is uh, bad. Like we lost a fuel and gained basically nothing for it. So we're already off to a bad start. You have to find a number of ships. Convening around a station. There is something. There is some unencrypted chatter between the ships. You tune in and listen for anything interesting. Continue. Overhearing their conversation, it seems that they need to take possession of an enemy ship intact. I will offer my services. They briefly scan your ship and inform you that you are not properly equipped for this type of mission. Continue. So again, we made a jump and got nothing. Uh, so basically, this is bullshit. And we're just going to go to the next location. Uh, I want something to happen. Come on. Another unmanned ship patrols this area. You prepare the ship for combat. Well, it says another, but we haven't met any yet. So maybe learn learn to count, game. Oh, the ship starts to power up its FTL drive. If it gets away, it will no doubt warn the fleet of your position. All right, all right. All right, so we're using space to pause and unpause. Um, And then, let's see. We're gonna target each of our lasers at a different system. And it doesn't have any shields on this drone, so we're just gonna let loose with everything. All right, unpause, charge up the weapons. And for this, we will turn on auto fire and then we shoot we got four shots it looks like three of them hit our little uh our targeting man jake uh oh we can't we can't check our our ship stats uh when we're in danger so we'll have to wait the ship breaks apart and you feel relief in the knowledge that you will hopefully be one step ahead of the fleet so we got a missile, a drone unit, and some sunshine. Which is technically called Scrap. But they called it Sunshine in the Fast with the Milk uh, podcast, so that's fun. Alright, let's check our ship internals. If we check on Jake... Okay, yeah, so, he, so characters have a crew skill. Uh, and... It looks like... Oh, humans have a have a power where their skills improve slightly faster. That's cool. Um So Jake's weapon skill went up from using from using a bunch of gunshots. I think it's like per shot. So if you have four lasers, then maybe it goes up faster. Maybe maybe it's not. Um but it looks like the other characters did not have their skills go up. Oh. Dax's shield ability went up. Marco's piloting doesn't appear to be affected and Tumen's engines do not appear to have been affected. Maybe we need to evade more stuff, I don't know. Um, So we're going to jump, we can go to a store or we can go to a distress signal. We've only got 42 scrap, so I don't feel like, I don't feel like that store is gonna be useful. Um, So we're gonna go to the distress signal because we could potentially save someone and gain some stuff. Um, you find a number of ships fleeing from a small space station You ask, hail them asking what's wrong Help, we're being overrun by some sort of giant alien spiders I could send the crew to help giant alien spiders on no joke Or I could leave them alone Oh, this is I know that you can get good stuff if you fight the giant alien spiders But I know that you can get really bad stuff too um, So we're going to send the crew to help your crucially creeps up on a cluster of the creatures from behind. Without warning, the giant arachnids turn in charge. However, your team stays in control and before long you've beaten them back. Contact the station owners. They are thrilled at your success and offer you a reward. Six fuel, four missiles, twelve scrap. That is a triumph. So, uh, notably we can uh, We can spend scrap not at a store to get upgrades directly. Uh, the Impede Fire Spread Entry... Okay, so we're going to need a whole lot of upgrades before the end of it. I think the first upgrade that we're going to want... I agree with the milk and guys. The first upgrade they went for was the uh, level 2 shields and enough power to power the level 2 shields. I agree. That's what we want it's going to be uh, like 40 scrap to get the reactor up, and then like another 50 scrap to get the shields itself to the two barrier level. So, um, it's like 90 scrap? Uh, it looks like we can go, there's two different stores we can go to. We have 54 scrap right now. I'm gonna go to not store locations and trying to keep getting scrap. As soon as you arrive, you receive a Federation encrypted message. A rebel ship has been terrorizing the local civilians in the system. Please seek and destroy it. I'm gonna go look for the rebel ship. You spend some time looking around, but you're scared just cannot pick up any trace of the rebel ship. You prepare to move on. Continue. Again, uh, a nothing jump. I really hate when there's nothing jumps. Uh, if there was like a mode for this game where there was just no nothing jumps, like something had to happen in every single jump point, that would be a better version of the game, straight up. Your jump leads to a remarkable binary star system. Your view is beautiful, but there's nothing else around. Wow. Wow, I can't believe it. The game is just mocking me at this point. Okay, you jump leads to a completely unremarkable bar in star system, there's nothing else around. I can't... HANDLE! Fine, I'm gonna jump to the exit. You've arrived at the long-range beacon. When the FTL drive is charged, you can jump to the next sector. This beacon seems to serve as a meeting place for local traffic. It seems you can find crew willing to fight on your ship. For a price? I can hire a rockman... ...for 25, or I can hire some sort of... ...Angie for 37... Uh, FTL races slash crew members. I don't remember what the effect of the Rockman is. Uh, Immune to fire at 150 health but no uh, but half movement. Uh, Let's see. Okay. So the 150 health makes him able to beat any other crew type except for Mantis in one-on-one combat. Uh, let's see. That's good. They're only 25. And for 37, we can get an Engi. Double repair speed, combat damage halved. Ah, I don't really want that. I do want an extra crew person. Like, it's it's always good to have an additional crew person. But we're just gonna pay 25 for a rock crew. In fact, uh, we're going to... Marco, you're going to go over here... And, uh... Man... The... Just hang out in the security system? I don't know. He's, he types when he's in the security system. Uh, yeah, so... The skills appear to be piloting, engines, shield, weapons, repair, and melee. So I already have shield as mantis. Although maybe I should put Marco on shields. Yeah, I'm going to put Marco on shields. And then, no. Because that, that means that if, if Dak was going around repairing stuff, he'd be repairing at half speed. That's no good. All right, we're just gonna have Marco hang out in the med bay. Now we're down to twenty-nine scrap, which is uh, unfortunate, but uh, whatever. Let's. All right, all right, all right. I don't, I don't like anything about what happened in Sector One. Sector One was a total bust. And now both of our next sector options are to jump into a Uncharted Nebula. So, um... Heck, you know what? If you're a game designer and you're making a random map, maybe... Uh... Maybe have, like, an option where not both options are the same option. I mean, I understand that, like, sometimes that can happen just because of the roll of the dice. But, like, maybe have an option where you, like... Override the dumb dice. You've entered a nebula ripped sector. You may put a few light years in the fleet, but it's only useful if you make it out the other side. Okay, I guess we're gonna jump. Nothing in this jump point. Navigating the fog blind, you practically bump holes with a mantis ship. They hail you. pop this transgression will be overlooked, Nebula. Very dangerous. Next time, humans all die. I could fight him. I could fight him. I'm gonna fight him. Uh, We're going to lock weapons. I'm gonna lock two weapons onto the um, shields and then I'm gonna let two weapons charge up without shields. Uh, So all the weapons are charging, two of them are gonna automatically shoot at the shields. Once the shields are down, Actually, I'm going to put three on the shields, because they got the shields themselves. One laser will be blocked by the shield unit, and then two lasers are going to go after the shield generator itself. And possibly one of them will miss. So with three shots, yeah. And then my last laser is going to go after their weapon system. And, uh... Let's see, Marco. Our oxygen system was damaged. Marco, get over there and fix the oxygen. The ship explodes, leaving behind a substantial collection of useful scraps. So we've got three fuel, a drone, and 34 scrap. That actually. By just murdering a few mantis folk, we have now paid for that rock man. And a little bit then. Um, Marco has repaired the oxygen. Time to jump. Oh, the oxygen's charging up from 90 back to 100. We're gonna wait a few seconds. Oh, 100. Alright. That is not the worst thing to ever happen. Let's see. So, I guess we'll just make it through this nebula quickly. We're just gonna take a very direct route. A pirate ship arrives certainly after you, judging from the fact that it is attempting to avoid your ship. You assume that it's a smuggler trying to stay away from beacons. All right, I'm gonna attack the pirates. Fire weapons and move in to engage. Uh, same basic strategy as before. We're going to lock three laser cannons onto their shield generator. Then we're gonna wait just a moment. And uh, let this fire. and actually none of them hit so we're going to use our last laser to take out the shields Um, they don't they look like they don't want to fight they're trying to escape Um, we're going to shoot out their engines and also shoot out their piloting station and also shoot out their weapons just lasers everywhere Uh, I wish we had better scanners, honestly. Um, let's see. The debris implies the ship was carrying drone schematics, but unfortunately nothing remains. You do find functioning drone parts, however. We got one drone part and 27 scrap. We're at 90 scrap. That's the magical breakpoint. Uh, so we're going to get two power bars, and then we're going to pay... That put us, uh, that was 20 scrap each, but now additional power bars. The next one's going to be 25. Um, Now we're going to get two shield units. And now we have double shields at all times. We are... We are tough. Tough, tough, tough. All right, so I think... uh, The next upgrade we want is we really want to upgrade enemy ship interior. Hmm. Upgraded medbay and oxygen don't look super amazing. Upgraded weapon control lets us divert more power into weapons, but we don't actually have more weapon power slots to power, but eventually we're gonna have to, because, like, four basic lasers will not get you through the end of the game. Um, Piloting. Uh... Yeah, I feel like we also want better doors and sensors, so so we're going to use our next small amounts of scrap to get better sensors and doors and stuff. Uh, it appears that an automated Rebel Scout was positioned within the Nebula to warn, your, warn of your passing. The ship starts to power up its FTL drive. If it gets away, it will no doubt warn the fleet of your position. All right, so we're going to... Oh, it doesn't have shields. So we're just going to lock on all, we're gonna lock on three onto the engines and one onto the weapons, cause we might as well, wait, no, we don't need to lock one onto the weapons because we got level two shielding now. So, so clearly, ooh, this has an ion generator. That's interesting. Not that it can do anything versus us. The ship breaks apart and you feel relief in the knowledge that you hopefully still be one step ahead of the fleet. Uh, one Atom, one Robot, and 14 Sunshine. Hmm. Jump to the exit node. Uh, f- yep, we can go to the next sector. That was a total. crap. Uh, we're gonna go to a civilian sector. Welcome to a new sector. Get to the exit beacon and, and jump to the next sector before pursuing Rebels catch you. Okay. In this sector, there's a huge nebula covering about a third of the map, but that's okay. Because we can go across the other two thirds of the map. Nebulas are bad because you that you get I think maybe your shields don't work in them or something or your shields work less I don't remember came across a pirate in hot pursuit of an unidentified ship you quickly receive a transmission with the pirates stay out of this fight and we'll make it worth your while Um, I can get a fuel a robot part in 21 sunshine I can try to be a hero and attack the pirate The pirate fighter, hmm, they've got level one shields, Um, I'm gonna try to be a hero, but if I get less than 21 scrap out of this, I'm gonna be a little bit miffed. Alright, so we're gonna put uh, three lasers onto that shield generator of theirs. Um, and then it looks like they've got, um, I'm going to put my fourth laser, uh, we'll fire at the weapons, that sounds good, oh yeah, that's locking them off from doing too much damage to us, oh crap, they've got a missile launcher, I don't like that. Uh, We'll have Marco go into the weapons room and assist in the repairing of the weapons. You've got a sufficient match for the pirates. They're firing up their FTL drive and attempting to get away. Uh, Let's lock on to their engines. We better not let them get away. Um. And then... We're gonna keep their shields down with our third laser that came back online. And then also shoot at their cockpit, why not? Warning, hull at 75%. Fine, our previous offer was not generous enough. Let's improve it. Uh I can get eight missiles, two robots, and twenty two scrap. I really wanna reject the offer and get and continue the assault. Alright, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to hope that we're going to get more than 22 scrap. I'm not as keen on missiles. Well, eight missiles is a lot, though. I don't have a missile launcher, but I feel like maybe I can sell the missiles or something. Alright, I'm... No. Nope. These are pirates. They're going to reject the offer. Um, and we're totally going to... Uh, not... survive, but that's okay. Uh, all right, Marco, get in there and patch up that hole. The pirate explodes, leaving behind a substantial collection of useful scrap material, you examine you go to examine the ship you just saved. So we got fifty scrap for killing the pirates. The pirate victim quickly jumps away before you have a chance to speak to them. Okay. I mean that's fine. Jake, help out Marco repairing that uh, hole in the wall. Come on, guys! All right, get in, get in the health, get in the little, little oxygen. Or no, that's not. Get in the med bay. That's what I meant. Standing in the oxygen room won't help you. All right, two men is at 55 health. Jake. Marco, let's see, Dak, is, he's also hurt. Justin's at full health. Justin? Okay. Uh, What should we name Justin? I don't know. We're going to save these new positions. I forgot to save positions before. It can just be Justin, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's no rock monsters in here anymore. So, Alright. Um, so we can see that there's a distress signal. There's also a jump on the way to the distress signal. We also have 64 scraps. So we're gonna... We're gonna upgrade the sensors. We're gonna upgrade the bla- the doors. Then we're gonna jump. Uh, we're going to jump to a place lined up with the distress signal. Upon completing your jump, you receive a message from a nearby ship. Greetings and welcome to our beacon. For a small fee, we'll let you continue on your way. Oh, well, we can pay a toll of 21 scrap, which we can't even do because we have, uh, four scrap on hand, or I can reject the offer. Too bad you will regret this decision. Um... I'm not keen on what I see because these mantises have a uh, um, teleporter. And they're about to teleport a mantis towards us. Um, So we're going to. We're going to put two people in the room. Actually. No, both of you stay here, and then we're going to remote open. So the mantis is in a room next to the edge of the ship, and it's trying to get through our blast doors. Good thing we just upgraded those doors. Um, I can open the outside doors to this room and then just vent the oxygen, and they will be in a lot of trouble when they're suffocating to death. Uh, that took away their shields. Let's see, let's also take away their piloting. What sort of weapons do they have? It looks like they have some sort of basic laser. Our level 2 shields do not care about their basic laser. Yeah, they're never going to hurt us with that. Um. Oh, he got through the blast door. But he's at like... Uh, 22 out of 100 health. So, uh, our other characters... You get a frantic message. Take everything we have, just don't kill us. Mm-hmm. Five fuel, two robot parts, and 19 scrap. We're actually at 10 fuel. <clears throat> so five would be a good amount. I'll accept their offer. Uh... <clears throat> All right. Injured characters, please recover in the med bay. And then everybody return to stations. And uh your oxygen system will punish this if powered. Okay. So oxygen is slowly going back up. Twenty-three scrap, fifteen fuel. Um So basically If I had killed them, I probably could have got more scrap, but I probably would not have gotten five fuel worth of scrap. five fuel is good. We're probably going to need more than five fuel to get to the end of the game. I don't know that we're going to get to the end of the game. It's been 40 minutes, because I ramble a lot. You've encountered a refugee ship drifting in space. It looks as if it was fleeing the Rebel Advance and ran out of fuel. Its distress beacon is active, but you're not sure if anyone is on board. Well, let's hail them. As you hail the refugee ship a pirate ship jumps into the system. It was using the refugee ship as bait This is exactly what I said could have happened earlier friends All right, all right, we're gonna Show up They've got some weapons that we probably want to uh, Disable using our scanners. I can see that they do not have a teleporter So we're going to put three guns on their shields, and one gun on their weapons. Um, What are they shooting? They've got an ion gun and a basic laser. Oh, there's some sort of... Oh, Jake is a better is a better laser shooter now. Our accuracy is going up. Fifteen percent faster charge. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, that's it's, like fifteen percent is enough that I can like visually kind of tell that it's faster. Um, let's divert one of the guns away from shields towards uh, piloting, and then one towards engines, because I don't want none of this. Oh, they're trying to get away! Crap. Okay, yeah! Pirate's down! 32 scrap, one missile and one robot. Contact the refugee ship. The refugee ship thanks you for your assistance. It's a gesture of goodwill and seeing how effectively you dispatched the enemy ship, they offer you up what supplies they can spare. Okay, so we've sort of intimidated the refugees. That's, I don't know if we're feeling good about that one. We got a missile, a robot, and 20 scrap. So we're up to 75 scrap. We are rich! Hey, and the next sector is a store. Or the next jump point is a store. So maybe we can buy something good at the store. Space station here has a traveling merchant who shows you his wares. All right, so we can buy fuel, missiles, drone parts. We can buy repairs. We can buy a heavy laser too. Oh, that's pretty good. An ion blast, a pike beam. Hmm. So a pike beam draws a line across the enemy's rooms, and for each room it hits, it does one damage. <clears throat> it has a 16-second charge. I'm going to close this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Can we check... Okay, so right now our lasers are at 10 seconds. Our defense laser, Mark One, have a 10-second charge. 10-second uh, charge, 1 damage. And the ion blaster does 1 ion damage, which like reduces the amount of power that can go into the thing that it hits. So like if you do an ion damage to a shield, it blocks 1 bar of energy from going into the shields which in many ships will like reduce their shield level because there's two bars required for shield level. And most things don't have an extra bar to spare. The Ion Blaster, it's only 30, but I don't feel good about using it. Um, I think I'd rather just have a basic laser. Now the Pike Beam is required power two and 16 seconds, but we could, da- we could do a multiple damage. So overall we could end up dealing damage faster and uh they don't cut through shields so when the enemy has a layer of shields then this will be useless but so far we've been doing like three basic lasers and then like the fourth laser onto the shields i kind of want this heavy laser too let's check on page two on page two there are drones drone options but no ship options sometimes you can get like like, ship intrinsic abilities, like a scrap collecting arm or whatever. We can also get a crew teleporter and a drone control unit. If we buy a drone control unit, we get a free defense drone, Mark 1. Mm. But I'll note that's 85 scrap and we don't have that. A screw teleporter is 90 scrap and we don't have that. So, at 75 scrap, we could purchase the pike beam of the heavy laser Mark 2. Ah uh, it's gonna be rough, but I we need to get a heavy we need to get a bigger laser than all four basic lasers. that's just that has to happen before the end of the game or we're gonna be sunk. Let's see so so I'm gonna take off I'm gonna set a heavy laser. And then Basic Lasers... And I'm going to accept... How do I... How do I turn off... Ah. Oh, wait, I want to turn on... Hmm, I'm not sure how I can... Turn on my heavy laser. Not enough system power. But take- take- take power off of the basic lasers, please. Put all of the basic lasers away. Put out one basic laser. Alright, so now we got a heavy laser and a basic laser. The heavy laser 2 does two shots, and then the basic laser does one shot. Um. and then how much so we have our other two lasers are in store our other three basic lasers are in storage can we sell them how much are they worth if we sell them they're worth 10 scrap if we sell them well we only have four weapon slots possible so we can sell at least one of them Drag equipment to augmentations in the box. Yeah, we're gonna sell one of our basic lasers and get 10 scrap out of it. And then if we look at the ship upgrades, it's 40 upgrade... No. It's 50 scrap to get an extra weapon control power point. Um... And... Okay. Ah... <sighs> Mm, I might have done this a little early, but that's okay. We're gonna jump. Uh... Actually, I'm going to go back into the store. I'm going to fix all hull da- damage for 18 scrap. And that gives us two scrap, which is not enough to buy even a single point of fuel. So we're at 13 fuel. We're gonna go to an unvisited location. Strange vessel approaches. A digital message appears in your view screen. This is an automated merchant. Refill this vessel with fuel and it will supply you with drones. Uh, no thank you. Um, so we can go to a store or we can go to a distress point. Well, we already have paid for as much as we can pay for. So let's go to the distress point. You've encountered a refugee ship drifting in space. It looks as if it was fleeing the rebel advance and ran out of fuel. Its distress beacon is active, but you're not sure anyone is on board. Its communication system seem to be down. We can prepare to board and investigate. This is going to get us all killed. The ship is completely abandoned. It looks like it ran out of fuel and the crew ran out of food not long after. Despite the grizzly scene that remains, you are able to scavenge some supplies. So we got two missiles and 28 sunshine. I will take it. Um... It's going to be 50 points to get any more weapon control. Hmm. The only... I want to do another task before we exit the sector, but the only other location that's on our way to the exit is that store. Hmm. Alright, we'll go to the store, which is going to cost us a point of fuel to divert to the store. Um Oh boy. They have breach missiles here. That's really really powerful. It's um they go through up to 5 points of shield and then they do 4 damage that's really really good if only we had not already found another good weapon it also requires three power, so like whatever we're gonna pay we're gonna buy all the fuel that they got which is three points of fuel for three scrap each and it took us one fuel to get there oh, we could go to another distress beacon before we go to the exit and the pursuing fleet is, like, sufficiently far behind. Um, we're going to go to the extra location. It appears that a stress beacon is coming from the surface of a nearby moon. Your sensors are picking up a single life form. We can go down to the surface to investigate or ignore it. Well, let's investigate, of course. You find a man living alone in the cave. From the appearance of his wrecked ship, it seems he's been here for many years. He looks healthy, but his mental state is questionable. Uh, bring him back to your ship in hopes of finding some help for him or leave the madman to his ravings. I'm going to bring him back to the ship. It seems to improve immensely upon getting back to the ship. It might take a while for him to truly be well again, but until then, he seems very happy to serve as a member of your crew. You get a guy named Charlie. He's a he's an Engi with like 10% combat skill. Which is funny because Engis have half combat power. But whatever. I mean we'll just have him stand in the med Bay um, actually we're gonna have him stand in the shields now now that we can we're gonna have Charlie stand in the shield and by Charlie let's go to our little uh internal thingy uh, Eric so Eric is going to stand in the shields. And then Mantis Boy Dak is going to be a roving melee defender person. Um, Yeah, Dak does not have particularly good shield skill already. We're not losing too much. Alright, we'll go to the exit point. Oh! Oh! Scanners are showing intelligent life forms on a nearby planet. No match for them can be found in the database. Let's investigate. You land a small shuttle in an enormous field whose only occupants are small, brightly colored, six legged horse like animals. Um You can try to communicate peacefully. Bring some of your creature other creatures on board to sell. Uh oh! Oh man, I've been looking I haven't been looking at chat. I'm so sorry. Ah. Uh, oh my gosh, I got a I got a crate. I got to How do I How do I ban a chat person? I'll figure that out later. There's some sort of bot. Ah. Uh, Chris Jod. Chris Jod, is that uh that's Dan k Right? I believe Um, I don't want to ban Dan K from the chat, I want to ban the other, uh, bot person. It's late here. Well, you know, I will more often try to stream, because on Mondays, uh, uh, on Mondays, I have Sunday Mondays off, so I'll try to stream early morning on Mondays, if I can be, uh, if I can recall to get up early and do it. And then potentially you could see more streams. Um. But back to our six legged horse like animals. Communicate peacefully? I think communicate peacefully. I think we're not gonna sell them. You can try to communicate in every possible way you can, but they just stand there silently, judging you with their large, expressionless eyes. You prepare to leave. Continue. Alright. Next sector. Dengi Homeworld or Zoltan Homeworld? Uh. Dengi? I guess?